0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Uh, a couple things before the beginning of the homily. I just want to uh, one thank God that uh, the blessed brothers of our Central Coast clergy have decided to come here for Orthodoxy Sunday. And it's going to be a great feast, not only to be together with the other communities on the Central Coast but uh, and to host them, but I know that there's a great feast Planned as well. So I want you to uh, really plan on that this evening at six. It'd be a great opportunity to spend time with our brothers and sisters on the Central Coast. Very important that we do this together. So that, uh, secondly, um, just because if I announce this at the end, you won't get this. Sometimes our children are leaving a little early and going out uh, to coffee hour. We'd like them to stay. Until the blessing of the veneration, uh, we're having a big kind of a mess out there. So please have them stay uh, for the veneration. Okay. Um, I know that might be difficult, but it'll wait. The donuts will wait. So please, uh, please attend to that. Um, So today we celebrate uh, the restoration of icons in the Holy Church in the 8th century. Icons are windows to heaven, windows to heaven. You know, I remember when we were coming over here, right after our beloved brother Jim's, father Jim's funeral, you know, this place was vacant, nothing was here and we brought the chairs, and we brought the, all the equipment from the office, and the, com, and the computers, and everything came. You know when it started feeling like it was home? The icons came. It was dramatic. It was dramatic. And it, it, we had this feeling all the time we were here, and a beautiful feeling, that... Um, that when the walls came up and the icons came on the walls, it was like the family was here. The heavenly family was present with us. But you know when it really hit? When the iconostas went up and the Lord and the Mother of God came. It was like, okay, we're here. We're we're settled. You know, for us, iconography isn't optional. It's essential. It's because if, if, remember Father Richard used to say when we were learning about this, he said, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. If we don't have the visual, it, it departs from our minds. So what a beautiful thing this is, our icons. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten Son, so this, the beauty of this is that when God became incarnate, God took flesh on, he revealed through earthly things, heavenly things. Through his flesh, he revealed his divinity. And so for us, we can see through these earthly pictures, we see heavenly things. What is represented there is we venerate the reality, the spiritual reality behind that. I encourage all people, when they come into a church, don't look at anything. Look through everything. Look through it. Look through it. They're truly windows to heaven. Truly windows to heaven. And uh, they're two-way windows, by the way, because... Sometimes the saint decides to visit you. There was a deacon, a beloved deacon, who was a bit concerned that he what didn't feel quite orthodox enough, and he came out one Sunday to do a litany in front of the uh, in frontier, and the Mother of God came and visited him and said, welcome home. And he just stood quiet, and everybody was wondering why he was quiet. (laughs) He went back into the priest and said, did you see that? He says, well, I knew something was going on out there. He says, the mother of God came to me and said, welcome home. See? Two-way windows. So when you go to venerate an icon, It may be that that saint wants to say something to you. So spend a bit of time there. It's not always that we are venerating them. Many times they may want to come to us. There there are icons in the church which, when I look at them, there's very specific things that are said to me. When I look at the icon of St. Athanasius, every time I look at it, he says, be serious. I keep wanting him to be nice to me. To say something like, I love you. I love you, Father Nicholas. You're doing a very nice job. You're a wonderful priest. He says to me every time, be serious. Lovingly, as a father of this community, be serious. Be serious. So I can't speak to us. He probably loves all of you and says very nice things to you. But to me, he's serious. So these icons are the visible presence of the kingdom of God with us today. It's very beautiful. They're witnesses of this kingdom, this reality present here. So I, I, I want to share just a couple of things about this. One is Philip says to Nathaniel, he meets the Lord and he says to Nathaniel, come and see. So my question to you today is do you see? You have come, but do you see? See, we come to church and we do our Church thing, and we come and we, you know, check our box. I went to church this week. Good, good for me. Good, God loves me. Check the box. God loves me. Okay. Do you see? You stepped into heaven. The Lord, the Mother of God, and all the saints and the angels are present here. Do you see them? This is a beautiful place to come and just to be present, to to allow the, the, the presence of the saints to minister to you. Let that happen. Let that be what you, when you come to church, let that be what it is for you. A minister, a ministry, a ministry of the saints, a ministry of the Lord to you through the architecture, through the icons. They minister to us. Do we see? And Nathaniel did. He said, "You are the Son of God." I see. I see. You are the Son of God. I see. So the presence of the icon is such a critical thing. There's an old story of a monk who. Um, The Bible itself is an icon to us, and so there was a monk in a cell, and he had a Bible present on his desk, an icon of the Word of God. And a monk came in and said, why do you have that Bible there? You don't even read. He said, it makes me a better person, even by its presence. It makes me a little better person by its presence. So when we have icons in the church, we have icons at home, it, makes us, it allows us to touch something beyond us, to challenge us, to lift us to better places, better thoughts, better words, better deeds. So these things for us are critical and essential. So when we see Christ, when we look at the icon of Christ, if we're faint hearted, if we're downtrodden, He can lift us. Even the presence of Christ through that icon can lift us away from our downtroddenness, away from our faint heartedness, lift us above those things. When we feel that we're poor in spirit, when we have that sense of poverty in us, When we stand before the icon of Christ and just meditate a bit, we can feel that we're truly rich. When we understand that God is taking our poverty and giving to us riches. In our time of suffering, in our time of difficulty, when we stand before the icon of Christ, he can lift us to feel joy. To have joy and some sense of his presence, a relief, in the time of sorrow and difficulty. If even in death, when we stand before the icon of Christ, we can see life. We can see life. So this transition from earthly things to heavenly things, from poverty to riches, from faint heartedness to hope, from death to life, This is what the icons are able to do for us because the very presence of Christ and the persons that are represented are there, ministering grace to us. And not only Christ, the mother of God, but all the saints. The witness of God's hand in our midst. I want to submit to you that I believe this building, the building itself, is an icon. An icon of God's mercy to this community. I feel it every time I drive up. I feel it every time I drive by Hollister Avenue. I feel, I feel it mostly when I walk in here. I feel it. I'm blown away by God's mercy when I look out that window. This is an icon for us, beloved, of God's merciful hand. 30 years plus of trotting through the muck and the mire of Santa Barbara County politics. This is a miracle. The first church built in 25 years in Santa Barbara, Goleta. On agricultural land, this is not possible. This could not happen. This is an icon of God's hand on this community. We need to be overwhelmed with gratitude all the time, all the time here. Enough. And then the cloud of witnesses around us. I remember this, and I'll share this again. You know, people come in and say, why do you have so many icons around here? Look at at all the icons. Look at all these pictures of saints. Remember Father John Finley says, you know when you go to Cooperstown, they have a Hall of Fame. This is our Hall of Fame. I love that. This is our Hall of Fame. When we build a church, we also build a hall of fame, a hall of saints that surround us that that where we where we get the sense of heaven's presence. Heaven is present with us. So, let us rejoice with a deep gratitude toward God that we have this opportunity to experience God in the flesh, through holy icons, the grace of heaven comes to us through the presence of the Lord, the Mother of God, and all the saints in iconography for us. So, what a rejoice! What an opportunity to rejoice in this! So may God bless us, each of us, in our journey together, in our work here in this community, uh, in our work here in this in this building. But mostly, may we touch the very presence of God, the presence of heaven, uh, when we come here. And uh, understand that this is a tradition handed down to us for centuries that was bought, given to us, by the blood of many that have preceded us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.